Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. And we are back on a Monday, not a victory Monday, kind of a slow Monday as we edge or ease our way into Super Bowl week. Uh, Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays here in the middle. And I, I understand Barrett wasted some time this weekend, which I've been trying to, you know, I've been trying to help you over these last couple of weeks by trying to tell you don't watch the Pro Bowl, but you just can't help yourself. And it's, now- it's, it's, it's utterly ridiculous, man. I mean, <laughs> you tried to warn me. and I did. The first 15 minutes of my life that I really felt as though I really wasted – 15 minutes of, 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 of football. I mean, I didn't think it was possible. Uh-huh. That was worse than a freaking Pop Warner football game. It's not football. It's not. It really isn't. I literally, I, I literally sat back and looked at it. And the old, the most competitive reps I saw is between the two Diggs brothers. Uh-huh. When they flip-flop sides and were playing man-to-man against each other. Right. That's what that was the only competitive thing I saw there. It was the first, it was the only full speed rep the entire game. I mean, guys just throwing interceptions like it was nothing. Yeah. And they're not even trying. My my Aaron, question I had to is, apologize to you. My question no, you don't have to apologize. No, my I, question I, I, is I, I, though, I, well, like where where have you been? Like it's been like this for years. Because I thought that I could get through any football game. <laughs> I did. I I thought that I could watch football and oh. get through anything. I could I could watch Little Sisters of the Poor right. play football or flag football and I can get or I Colorado get really, College of the Mines. Yes. 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 I could literally sit back and watch the new um uh seven oh seven lease that they have for these young pups, these you know, the, the up and coming uh high school. I mean, just before they get to high school. They have seven okay. on seven leagues. I didn't even. I can know literally that. watch them. Okay. Yeah. Rather than watch um 
that that NFL right disaster. Well, I, I, I can't even call it a game. It's a disaster. It's just so predictable, though. Like you know, any time that there's a game that goes to overtime and a team that gets the ball first, scores a touchdown and wins. Everybody the next day wants to change the rules. And it's just like with the Pro Bowl. Like, oh, we got to fix the Pro Bowl. Now everybody's, you know, it's, it's all over sports uh, radio today is guys, you know, going to the phones to try to figure out ways to fix the Pro Bowl. You can't Why do we it. need to fix the Pro Bowl? Why don't we yeah. just get rid of the Pro Bowl? Right, right. Give um, the designation to the player. Like, you, you're a Pro Bowler. But why do we have to have this stupid game? Right, right. Good morning, stream. But hey, all I'm gonna say is this, man. That literally, you play football to to really have that competitive nature. Mm-hmm. That's totally beyond anything but just playground stuff. That's that's worse than playground stuff. Right. I mean, there was no effort in that. I see, you know, they're in Vegas and all this money that's involved with it. But you know, the accolade itself is great. But it just demoralizes what I think football is. It's yeah. a mockery of what I think football is. That's exactly what it is. Well, I'm sorry you had to experience that this weekend, Barry, because I know this really hurts you deep down in your soul. I am pissed because yeah. you know why I'm really pissed off? Yeah. Because I never made it to a Pro Bowl. Uh-huh. So that really disheartens me. Right, right. That I never made it to a Pro Bowl. But, like, if you had made it, you would have played back, you know, you know, almost 20 years ago, let's say. I don't know that it was this bad 20 no, years it ago. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was no. it was getting there. It was starting to go downhill. Yes. But it wasn't anywhere near what I think yesterday no. m- must have been for you. They, they added incentives. I think like 90 grand for the team, the guys, the team that won. Uh-huh. And uh, it was like like 30 grand for the team that lost. So right. it was more of an incentive to play harder because of that. Well, I saw somebody on, on uh, Twitter. I don't, I don't know who it was. Uh, suggest that they should just have the Lions and the Jaguars play in a game <laughs> for the number one pick. Like the winner of the game gets the number one overall pick. Wow. To now make it a competitive a... football game oh, like where yeah. people would actually try. I, although, you know, maybe these veterans don't really give a damn about who gets the number one or the number two pick, <laughs> to no, be honest with you. But they it would, would probably be a better game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? no question about that. No question about that. That's that would be amazing. And yeah, uh, Boom Bap 75. I yeah, he hates to do it to me. <laughs> you What's you that? tried for uh, I tried, man. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I just all I do is call it like it is. Like I like you know, what my opinion is, this is how I view something and I say, it. you don't have to agree with me. It doesn't matter, but I tried to warn you. <laughs> That could have been how, how many hours did you invest? Did you give up about an hour in, or did you stay I gave with up an it? Hour in. Okay, so you weren't a total ma- masochist no, and watched no. the thing, and then I hate, flipped over, hated I yourself. Over the yeah, exactly. I flipped over the si- okay. Sixers, and then I text you. Right. <laughs> well, what if the Sixers weren't on in the afternoon? What would you have done? I'd have been screwed. Uh huh. Because I'd already worked earlier in the day. I worked on my um my 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 car, my Magnum. <laughs> you already did I, the car thing. Yeah. So because I. I, I didn't have windshield, you know, this this winter weather, and when I, I changed the hood on it, so I didn't have um windshield wiper fluid that I could get, you know, I didn't have the little the spray things that uh-huh. go out of the hood, so I had to put them in. So I I um put those in, you know, okay. have to be routed, you know, new hose and all that stuff to to get, you know, windshield wiper fluid. Gotcha. So I did that, and after I finished that, I went back in and sat down, and 
I was just about to order some wings, you know, just to watch the games, but order some wings. And I got to watch and I was just totally disgusted. So I got up and 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 and, and defrosted some some wings, you know, put them in water so they could defrost. So I could just frown because I was just so disenamored with, with what's going on on the oh, field. So you didn't order out. No, I was, you, but you I made didn't. It. Oh, okay. I got to looking at that. And then I, I just totally turned off to the game and started cooking my mm. wings. And as I'm cooking my wings, I'm looking at this game so disgusted. Then I saw Diggs and uh, his brother, both right. of the Diggs brothers, and they were competitive. And that just reaffirmed, what am I doing with my life that I'm sitting back watching this? Yeah. So wow. I, I text you at 413. Right. I tried, but I can't watch the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I'm watching Sixers, and I'm just like, see, I, I told you, yeah, I'm, so, I was watching golf. I was happy as a clam yesterday afternoon. And you text me back, "Wow, breaking news!" Yeah, it's breaking news <laughs> that you finally given up on the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Welcome to the dark side, Barrett Brooks. It was it was horrible, man. But, but you and I watched uh, the Senior Bowl. You watched it live. I DVR'd it and watched it Sunday morning because I like to zip through those things, you know. And I'm, I was so happy, so happy. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched Malik Willis. You know, he was the first quarterback out for uh, his team, played a couple series, thought yep. he did some good things. I mean, he's definitely uh, – I would have liked to have seen his offensive line protect him a little bit better so he could have yes. had time to throw. Exactly. It seemed like as soon as he was going back, he was on the run, you know, running like for sieve, his life. It? Yeah, it was The terrible. whole entire game was a sieve. That defensive line just outmatched that offensive line. Nobody did. in that offensive line played well, with the exception of um, the kid from um, Central Michigan. College, college and Central yeah. Michigan. Both of those guys, those kids played well. Right. Both of those guys are center guard guys. Right. Everybody else was getting beat. Like I, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what is going on? Are we watching the same game? What is yeah. going on? I know. So, but it, but it, I'll tell you this. All those quarterbacks, late first rounders, early second. Well, late first rounders, definitely the second round. All mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. All of them are not worthy of being a top 20 um, quarterback. All of them. Even Pickett. Pickett was six for six. Yeah. Like 75 yards, but he just is not a first-round pick. You don't think Malik Willis is? No. No? No. Uh-uh. So if he's sitting there at 15, you would suggest the Eagles pass? I would. Wow. Because if these kids get picked up at that high, that expectation comes with it. Mm-hmm. And with that expectation, it just kills those younger kids these days. They don't have that that mental, um, the, the the mental state of mind of, of all right, I'm a first round pick, and I got to accept it, and I got to go out there and ball because of it. They yeah. don't have that, you know. They're like, "Whoa, well, is me? You guys should have did this to me." Type of kids these days. See if that happens. I, I mean, I don't know where these guys are going to go, but um, if I'm Howie and I've got 15 and 16 sitting there, and Malik Willis, or you know, maybe none of the quarterbacks are off the board yet. I'm really in in wheel and deal mode then. Like, you can come up here and get your quarterback, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to take your first round pick next year because you're going to stink again. Yeah, <laughs> and and that's that's what I would do. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you know yes. What I'm saying yes. so. Maybe you know the, if these guys don't go early, that could really benefit Howie because he likes to wheel and deal, and so do I. That absolutely, I I see that definitely is a possibility in this mm-hmm. draft. He should not jump up to get anything but a pass rusher, or maybe, um, or maybe a, a safety. Right, and that's the safety from um, Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Notre Dame, yeah. I can't see any other way. I mean, what's 
What's your record? I mean, I know they're not going to go linebacker. So, you see, guys, I've done it. I'm off of it. Let me pat myself on the back. What? You're out. You're, you're not getting a linebacker. Oh, so you've caught just <laughs> not only not only have you now finally uh, seen the light with the Pro Bowl, but you're also not d- deluding yourself into thinking that the Eagles are still going to take a linebacker in the first round. Absolutely. Wow. I, this is this was a big awakening weekend for you, bro. It's it's been <laughs> it's, it's 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 been a, a um. I had to go back and get into my inner peace. I had to go and understand that you know. The world according to Brooks is just not reality. Reality to me is us getting a, a linebacker and a pass rusher in the draft. And it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Not happen. No. Wow. wow. Then free agency. Free agency. I'm looking at free agency now. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's uh, this, this, this going to be a lot of wheeling and dealing in free agency this year. This might be one of the most productive free agencies. Uh, we'll see in a long time, man, because there's so many teams that are right there on the cusp. And I, I really think that, you know, there's a lot of parity right now in the NFL. Mm-hmm. The Titans are no longer the, you know, the, we're not, not, you know, not Tennessee Titans, but the Titans that, you know, we looked at as far as Tampa Bay, Green Bay, uh, Kansas City, all these teams aren't Titans. It's, it's, it's like everybody's starting to become what the NFL wanted to be. And that's to have a lot of parity in the league. Yeah, there's not one dominant team no, or two dominant no dynasties teams. Right no, now. no. You know, yeah. everybody's beatable. Um, yeah. Well, it's sort of a changing of the guard with the quarterbacks around the league too. Absolutely. You've got, you know, some of these guys like Mahomes is pretty much established as the best guy. I would probably say going forward for the next couple of years, but you know, he's got a couple of other guys, you know, really biting at his heels. Joe Burrow, Herbert. You know, it's going to be a new era that yes. we're really starting and it'll take a little while, I guess, maybe for a, a team to emerge as a dominant team. Yes. You know, cause I mean, you look at all these young quarterbacks and you know, you're right, man. It's, it's tough, especially in the AFC It's just tough to have a dominant team because there's so many good quarterbacks. And when you have a good quarterback, it really puts you on an upper echelon of, of, of the NFL. Right. And these teams are starting to now add to those quarterbacks, add the weapons to their quarterback, getting defenses around these quarterbacks. I mean, this is going to be a really, really big, big year for a lot of teams in free agency, and I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Well, yeah, and I guess that that gets underway sort of about you know early to mid March, um, yep. early you know maybe about ten days into March. I'll check the exact date, but uh, it's, it's, it's a little while yet. But in between then and now, we're going to find out what Aaron Rodgers plans on doing. Exactly. Um, you know, with regards to whether he's coming back to Green Bay or, or whatever, because if he doesn't. If he decides to want to open it up and go elsewhere, that is really going to, you know, could change the balance of power. Same with Russell Wilson. Like what happens to him? Yep. Um, You know, now we got Doug Peterson met the media over the weekend down in Jacksonville. We got a couple of little snippets of that we can play later today. Oh, we got to get to that. Uh, But, you know, he's got Lawrence and I'm interested to see, you know, what he does with that kid because, you know, if that guy gets any kind of coaching, he's going to respond to good coaching. If he gets it, he's going to be a top flight. He'll be a Herbert-like quarterback. He might be a little better than Herbert. You think so? This kid has been – Didn't Herbert win the MVP at the Pro Bowl, Barrett? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) But, you know, that kid has been – groomed since he was young. I mean, really young. I'm talking about 707 league young. Uh, uh-huh. Nike camp, young. He's 
he's been groomed to be the heir apparent to to Rodgers and all those type of guys. Right. So I was really surprised, you know, that he didn't play as well as he, you know, should have. I thought he should have played. I'm mm. talking about he was good. He was really good. He didn't even show really how good he was in um in uh you know when he was in college at Clemson. Mm-hmm. I mean, this kid was very good, man. I, I you know, I just I just hope it wasn't fool's gold what I saw, you know, as he was growing up. I got to be honest, though, I, you know, watching Malik Willis, there wasn't a lot, you know, but I did see one or two throws there where he's got a, he's got an arm. Yeah, he does. I mean, he can he can sling it and he's definitely a great athlete, man. He made a couple of plays running plays down at the end of the first half yep. or the end of the first <laughs> quarter. He almost got into the end zone yep. on like a third and long or whatever it was. And he made a bunch of people. He looked like Mike Vick running around, you know, you know, he looked like he was in a different field. Exactly. He looked yeah. like he was in a he, he was on a different speed than everybody else. Yeah. You could tell that. And you look at him, like, even, it, look at the other quarterback. Look, Carson Strong. Yeah. What happened to his arm? I didn't, I was not impressed with him. No, I mean, yeah. he threw a couple of ducks. Mm-hmm. He had touchdowns to be made or, or, or big games. And to be Sam Howe stunk too. Oh, he was the worst. Yeah. <laughs> he's, 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 he's Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he is. He's Baker yeah. Mayfield. He's he may not even, he may not even be Baker Mayfield. Right, I don't know. Right. I don't know. But man, you, you, know, you think about where we are now with this quarterback stuff and where we were before the start of the college season. Sam Howell was like right up there with being like the number one prospect at the position, wasn't he? If he'd have left the year before, if he'd have left last year, yeah, he'd have been the number two quarterback taken. Isn't that crazy? He'd have been a number two quarterback taken. You know, yeah. so that just puts things in perspective, man. You know, these one, you know, one hit wonders. You know, I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Trubisky was a one hit wonder. He only played one really good year, and they jumped up and picked him up in the second um second pick of the draft. Right. So you know, you there's a lot of fools gold out there, man. You got to do your research. You know, I'm it. it, it Still sends me back, and I'm looking at Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, man, that's – I don't know how he fell off so fast. You know, I mean, the injury really took something from him, man, because he just he's, he's just not um, anywhere near the quarterback we saw in the senior bowl or we yeah. saw the first his first two and a half, three years in the league. Yeah. He's not well, even close to that. Well, guy. move over, Carson Wentz. We have a new uh, sportsman from North Dakota after this past weekend. Carson, you slide on down. Okay. <laughs> Tom Hoagie is from North Dakota and he won the PGA tour event this week at Pebble Beach. So Tom he's, now, he's now Mr. North Dakota. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> A TCU horned frog. What? Yes. Yes. Jeez. That's what it's all about. And man. he thinks Ray Gore stinks too, by the way. <laughs> Hoagie is out on Ray Gore. Oh man. Uh, now I got to be honest though. Listen to the, you know, he got interviewed on the on the sideline after he had played his couple of series, and he's he's an engaging kid. This yeah. this Willis, he's, uh, you sit in a room with him. I bet you, I bet you walk out of there saying, "Man, I like that dude." He's infectious, you know. You yeah. can tell why he's a leader. Yeah, you know that's one of the qualities that he had. And you know, when you talk about intangibles all the time, everybody, you know, it, it's become a bad word around here because it hurts. Yes, you know. And it shouldn't be the intangibles. Yes. yes. Cause, cause I mean, Hertz is all that, you know, and, and, and when you, when you look at Malik, he has those same type of leadership qualities, superior athlete can run around, do anything you want him to do, but it's just, can he come in and, 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 and read defenses? Mm-hmm. None of those quarterbacks out there can read anything. They he looks like he has a better a arm. 
He has way better arm. Yeah, yeah he looks he has, like he has a better arm than 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 Hurts. It, 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 he had the strongest arm in the combine. Put like mm. I mean uh, at the um at the East West Shrine camp. Right, the strongest arm. After and that, the Senior Bowl practices, the like they were raving. Daniel Jeremiah was raving about how he did and on the rainy day that I think yeah. it was like Wednesday yeah. or something, it rained like crazy and yep. evidently he, he, he balled out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And say he was the only one doing anything. And then, you know, any offensive lineman that played in that senior, senior bowl, besides the, you know, the guard center combinations were the worst, the worst um, Northern Iowa. He did okay, but everybody else did horribly, bro. Horribly. That defensive line, the defensive ends yeah. took control of the entire senior bowl. Nobody on that defensive line could be blocked the entire scene. I'm not talking about the whole week. Right. You know, they were almost unstoppable. I did, no the, the Baylor running back, I thought, looked pretty good. He looked really good. He dropped yeah. one pass that was in his hands that he, he should have caught. But other than that, man, he 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 looked really good. That was Ladanian Thomas's pick uh, after he watched the scene. He was his, he said that's that's the guy that he and I, mean, I know it's a running back, but mm-hmm. anytime when you have a Hall of Fame running back. Glowed over a guy like that. Yeah. And then Baldy went back and, and reiterated what he said. That kid's gonna be good. That kid's gonna be really I think so good. Too. You know, he has that defensive mentality, you know, uh-huh. played linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Now um the kid from Northern Iowa, the the tackle. Uh-huh. They, they were talking about him that he is just a nasty dude, man. Bro, bro. I love that. Bro, I he, love that guy. They go get him out of bending at the waist. Uh-huh. But he was just nasty, nasty. He was finishing plays that yeah. should have been finished. Right. The guys looking at the defense line, looking back like, yeah, right. He was getting in, he was getting into it during the practice week, apparently yep. with defensive players. That's what like, you got to do, man. You got to establish it, man. Establish it early. <laughs> Get that reputation early. Uh huh. That way you don't have to worry about it, man. I mean, that's that's kind of how I got a little highlighted at the Senior Bowl. I was fighting, you know, uh, defensive lineman out there blocked, and they blew the whistle. He wanted to do a little extra. You know, like he was gonna swim me or something like that. And when he tried to swim me, I punched him right underneath his um underarm in his armpit. And I knocked him down and he jumped up and I jumped at him like what? 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 So we start brawling. He grabbed my face, man. I grabbed his face, man. We're trying to yank each other's face masks out. Coach is going, hey, hey, cut it out, guys. I'm gonna kick you guys out of here. You know what I'm saying? They love they love it. Are you kidding love me? They, they love that. <laughs> That's all bullshit. <laughs> All those coaches love. They that want stuff. more, right? Exactly right. They wanted more. Yeah, I mean, I forget that kid's name. The uh, Northern Iowa offensive lineman. I'll get it for you. Hold on. What is his name? Now, Iquanu wasn't there, right? Because no. I didn't see any of him. Nope. Oh, Penning, Trevor Penning there is his name. Red shirt senior from Northern Iowa. And I'm seeing here a Ravens pick at 14. Boy, he would be perfect there. Nasty. Just mean and nasty. Yeah, he, um, he'd be just like uh, the Dolphins line they had. Was it Marshall Yandis? Oh, yeah, Yanda. Yeah, yeah. Marshall Yanda, yeah. Bro, I, I'm looking at my notes, man. I couldn't get, see, I couldn't get to it because my notes are starting to be trashed. Look at that, man. Dude. I've been wearing them out, bro. <laughs> now, what I'm did you think of, um, of Desmond Ritter? I like him. His second round guy. Yes, his second yeah. round guy. But um, he's a better athlete than I really thought. Mm-hmm. And he can hold it a little bit. Yeah, I like that wide receiver from Nevada. Oh yeah, yeah. He's little though, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I like it. That defensive end from 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 Florida State. We find yeah. his name. He was wreaking havoc. Oh, you know who else was wreaking havoc? Um, the Hayes boys. You know, Perry on me, uh, the defensive lineman from Oklahoma. 
Oh, okay. Oh, he was balling. Yeah, I got to yeah. rewrite my notes, man, because I'm yeah. all over the place with my notes, man. Let me let me go up on that. And your boy obviously was there, um, Campbell, and they were interviewing him on the sideline. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that guy. They didn't coach I'd, it. it was no, he didn't coach. Deuce was like running the stuff over there right, for, right, for this right. side. I'd love to crush a couple beers with that guy, Campbell. Bro, can you imagine? You know, because he was Jeremy Shockley's handler. Uh-huh. His handler? You know, yeah, it was his handler. <laughs> He was the one that kept him out of trouble, you know, when wow. they drafted him. Um, Joey B, you're the man because you opened my eyes to that tight end. Oh, the Colorado State <laughs> tight end? He was the Mackey Award winner. Yeah. 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 The real deal. Yeah. The real deal. There you go, Joey B. Joey B happen. scouting the, uh, yeah. the Mountain West Conference for us. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Asking me what I think about Amanda Balionis on the stream on a Monday. Are you serious? Who's that? She's a reporter. She's like, um, does some of the interviews during the golf. I'm so out on her. She's a Lancaster girl, too. I'll get out. Okay. Yeah, originally. Yeah. And anyway, I enjoyed the senior bowl, though. I got I to gotta admit. I like I liked uh, listening to, uh, to DJ. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. Um, oh, wow. Bucky. Yeah, he was there, but also yep. also the other guy. Wow. You're talking about, uh, you're talking about um, uh, uh, Does the games for CBS. Yeah. used to be with Fox. We used to have him on all the time. Played college football at Tennessee. Tennessee, yep. He's Boy. very verbose. He talks a lot during the games, <laughs> which is something like he, he talks a little too much sometimes, but he's good. I can't even remember. Charles Davis. Charles Davis, That's, yeah. yeah. That's right, yeah. Charles Davis. I like listening to those guys evaluate college players. Could be yeah. he was spot on. Yeah. He's usually spot on. He he DJ are usually spot on. Bucky's mm-hmm. pretty good also. Yeah. Um, we went through that mock draft. I got no mock drafts this week. We're gonna have to do uh pretty much a Super Bowl show tomorrow because it's our last show. No. Until the Super Bowl. You know what? That'll be amazing. Yeah, let's let's do that. Let's do that. You know, and I, and I reached out to Mike Mulhern, and, and I got nothing. Well, I wanted to see I, if he's feeling I, better. I wanted to say the same thing, but I didn't get anything either. So I'm hoping he's all right. What is going on? We've been I've, I've been exiting, you know, a couple guys out, man. You know, the guys that I used to hold dearly to me. You know what I'm saying? They've been they've been kind of treat me dirty, bro. So oh yeah, I start I start exiting guys out. Yeah, boom, bap, seventy five. Charles Davis was a Harry and Rob Ellis. Uh, top guest back in the day. Yeah, we used to have him on. Bro, I used regularly. to talk to him all the time. I got his yeah. number. Yeah, you know, I talked to him, but he had never. He never wanted to go on. Oh, I don't know. You know, my commitment. I mean, CBS won't allow me to, or whoever he was with. This was back to. when he was with Fox. Was when I was working with Robbie E. So it was easy to get him on. Yeah, that's my dude. I can call him and just talk to him, chop it up about yeah. information. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, he's pretty good with college players, man. Going to the pros. Um, but other than that, man, I mean, what what really went down? The Sixers beat the Bulls, which is great, amazing, a great amazing. win. You know, Embiid just keeps doing Embiid stuff. Uh, and then, uh, Claude weekend, Claude Giroux was named All Star Game MVP. Well, that's big time news. Then I didn't know. I'm sure they're going to have a celebration at the next Flyers game. They'll probably do a video tribute uh, for Claude winning the All Star Game. MVP. They might they they might have a they might have a parade around oh, the Wells Fargo. They might. 
they, for that. That organization is so tone deaf, they probably would do that. Right. <laughs> in the midst of one of the, in the midst of one of their worst seasons in franchise history, they would roll that out. Oh man, I'll, I'll tell you. There's, there was, you know, th- this was the first kind of real uh, slow weekend we've had in six months. I don't know if you when you really think about. It. I don't know if you can say it's slow because what came on over the weekend with Embiid and uh in the in the net. I'm not, I'm not with Embiid, but um oh Harden the trade Harden in the in the Nets. You think that's gonna happen? Um, I mean, it's the tenth. We're we're three days away three from days the trade away. deadline. Um, and I'm seeing all this kind of stuff. This guy will come out and say, yeah, there's, they're close. And then another guy comes out and says, it's not happening uh, at the deadline. It's If anything, it's an off-season move because he's a free agent. I don't know what to believe. I, you know, wake me when he's traded. That's well, the, kind of the way I've looked at this whole thing. But, you know, I, I tend not to think like that because, number one, they've got to get, they've got to get uh, Ben Simmons off the books. If he's not gonna play, they got they they've wasted too much money right now, so they got to get him off the books and have Harden for one year. And I believe Harden would come in and want to want to you know show everybody, look at my trade value, and go out there and just blow it away, you know, just because you know he'll probably he'll say you know he wants out, he wants to be a free agent, and we'll just use him for one year. But during that one year, I believe that he would go all out and show the type of player he is and matched up with Embiid. He wants to play with Embiid. Yeah. And that one-two combination could be deadly. Well, it deadly. could be. I mean, they'd live at the free throw line. The thing right. about it, they, I mean, they'd be like 30-plus free throw <laughs> attempts uh, between the two of them on a nightly basis. But, you um, know, but the, the talk is who's, in t- who's untouchable, you know, on, on the roster? You know, is, 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 is well, Tyrese Max and Max. I'd say Embiid and Maxi, in my well, opinion. There lies the problem. That's that's where they're stuck at, you know. So what? when we come back from break, let's let's talk about that. I thought uh, you know, Bill Simmons was uh, saying on his podcast that Seth Curry would have to be thrown in the deal. I'm like, you can that's have him. Thought, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. He's a nice player, but he's not it's it's not like he's untouchable. Well, I, I right? guess he's supposed to be um, one of them, but they, they it's said not definitely Steph, Kyrie. It's not Steph Curry, right. it's Seth Curry. <laughs> okay. It's like the difference between Thai curry and Indian curry in right. food. I mean, there's a big difference here. One's orange, one's yellow. Jesus. All right, we'll be that back in three. That was an all-timer. <laughs> back in three. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. 
turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. All right, welcome back to the show. Parrot Brooks, Harry Mays. I got to ask you, though, before we get back, get into this basketball stuff. Did you watch any of the NASCAR race at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum? No, did you? That's a, I can't believe you did. OK, well, I, I didn't say that I did. I just asked you if you did. Now, I did. No, no, I did watch about maybe three minutes of it. Uh-huh. And I was just wanted to see the configuration of the track in the football stadium. Uh, it was kind of wild. It was like there was no hardly any straightaways, as you can imagine. It's like the shortest track. It was all it was all turns. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, as soon as they'd get it up to maybe second gear, they had to you know go into the turn. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. I, uh, I I go. Um, well, I can't go this year because you know it's just right there around the combine. But I usually go to Daytona Bike Week. Uh huh. Which is kind of crazy that I go to Daytona Bike Week. <laughs> because I'm, I'm the only dot out there, man. And is and, that and right? Yes, man. I'm, Get out of here. It's probably only two or three black dudes in the old place, man. But it's a great, great, great event. Great time, right. man. Great time. I kick it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, on, I'm on my Harley. You know what I'm saying? And I got you know the you know my bike's like ten foot long with a coffin tank and three thirty rear. My, my, it's almost built just like a woman, man, because it goes from a tank. And it goes in, and then it gets to my seat and goes out. And then on the out with the uh-huh. tire, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a beautiful bike, and I'm riding my bike. So all you hear bikes around and Harleys around everywhere. Man, it's a great, great event. But uh, we go and um, watch um, a little bit of Daytona 500, the the super bikes. Okay, and bruh, bruh, you can see the banks. You know how they're almost the banks at, the, at this racetrack are almost like this. You know what I mean? Right, it's right. almost like a 90-degree angle, man. It's, right. it's so tight. And those cars are going so fast around it. And they're like this far from the wall. Mm-hmm. The bikes and the cars are like this far off from the wall. Like the the on those bikes, they could touch the wall. Like they only have to extend their arm. They could touch it just like that. Right. That's how close they are. That's to where the Dale Earnhardt dry, uh, died, I think, right? Wasn't yep. he in the third turn at Daytona? Yep. Yeah. Went into the wall. That's why they have those safety neck brace things now, you know, because of well, and the Hans device. Yeah, that's what it yeah. 
Look at you on your, hey, on your info, bro. There Come you on, go. Man. <laughs> the Hans device. There the you Hans go. device. <laughs> now I'm I'm looking here. I, you, all you have to do on on Twitter is go like Simmons Harden and search it, uh-huh. and all this stuff pops up. Obviously, you know a couple of blue check marks. You know, are all out there saying that if the Nets, uh, the Nets would be open to trading Harden if Seth Curry was in the deal, according to Ben Simmons. And I'm like, what? Is Seth Curry's the linchpin in this deal? Are you serious? It's like, because they think that they think that Maxi is untouchable. Well, and then that's the other part of it. You know that uh, uh, Simmons and Maxi. Wait, hold on. No, here I got to get. And the first. Yeah, in the first, yeah. But sources told Kevin O'Connor. Uh, see, now the whole thing jumped on me. I hate Twitter. God, I hate Twitter. You're, you're trying to read a tweet, and all of a sudden it jumps and just throws that tweet down by 10. All right. Um, Kevin O'Connor of The Ringer, I guess, says that Maxi is not on the table. He is off the table for a okay. trade. And. I wonder why, I mean, because I, I think Embiid's the only guy that, you know, that has a no trade clause. I mean, uh, that would need a, um, you need a, you know, King's ransom to get Joel Embiid. So, I mean, I know that's out. Right. He's the only one I think that's, you no know, untradeable. Huh. Everybody else is fair game, man. Like, Kevin I mean, o- I, go ahead. Go ahead. Kevin O'Connor, NBA, of the, of, says Maxie is totally off the table. He says Danny Green is far more likely to get moved. Oh, my goodness. What? Like, whoa, I don't know if I can handle that. Maybe cut, but not, you know. <laughs> Come on, man. You know? And I mean, I'm not saying anything about Danny Green, you know. I mean, no, I know, but I mean. He doesn't, on. you know. That moves the needle? That gets right, something done? Right, exactly, exactly. Tyrese, even Tyrese Maxey, you know, what do you do, move him to the two? If they do bring in hard, if he stays, he'd still be sixth man or seventh man, maybe eighth man off the bench. Yeah, you know Drummond's, you know, sixth man, seventh man, whatever you want to, you know, however you want to delegate uh, Joel Embiid's playing time. But you know, it's not like when you have Tyrese Max is a guy that can come in and do what? He's an okay shooter. He's an okay, you know, shot creator. Right. He had no well, turnovers he, yesterday. But when you have Harden, yeah, I know. Harden takes you to another level. Now you have an instant score. Right. You can know, I mean, because all teams are doing now are playing zones. As you can play zone now, they're taking advantage of that. How have you they lost that? eight games in a row? Who? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Uh, because they, they have the part-time starters. No <laughs> chemistry. That's why. Is that why? I mean, you got to have chemistry, bro. Regardless, you know, it's all these superstars. Like, basketball is probably one of the only sports that you can have, you know, superstars that can play together, just almost like pick up basketball. But those, when they're not there, you can see the discontent that the other two have because he's not there playing, right? Especially when they're at home. So you know, I mean, it's it's a lot of turmoil in an organization. So what Woj is saying that uh, a month ago, Daryl Morey called Brooklyn for on James Harden and Sean Marks, who's the GM up there, refused the conversation. Mm. Yeah, there are well, three days left in the deadline. <laughs> Stay tuned. 
I, you know what? I, I really don't see anything happening though. I don't either. In all actuality, I don't I either. See us going through. I've been fooled so many times with this stupid NBA trade deadline. Right, right. Where I right. get, or I get all pumped up thinking something big's going to happen, and nothing ever does. You're just not going to let yourself go. I'm anymore. not letting it. I'm not doing it anymore. And and for the for one of the first times, you know, I'm gonna follow through with you. Are you really? Yes. Yes. I'm gonna follow because you know my glass is always half full. Right. But this time I'm not gonna do it to myself. I refuse to be told I hate to do it to you, B. Right. Because I knew I knew it was gonna happen. Now the, the Clippers and the and the Blazers made a move over the weekend. You see your boy uh, Robert Covington got moved again. Big shot, he, Bob. He's now uh with the Clippers. They the Clippers traded Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, and a future second round pack to the Trailblazers for Norman Powell and Robert Covington. Uh. That was one something. And Karis Levert got traded um, either yesterday or today. That might have even been this morning. I don't know. But he got moved to uh, Cleveland. Is Kawhi back yet? <laughs> is he doing anything? No, Jeez. I don't think so. He's not back yet, right? Yeah, Cleveland is acquiring Karis Levert. This was yesterday. Uh, from the Pacers for Ricky Rubio's expiring contract and a lottery protected 2022 first round pack and a and two second round packs. Oh. Wow! I'm saying dope. I'm saying pack in honor yeah. of uh, Rob Ellis. <laughs> it's an homage. You, get Rob you think Rob will come on? Oh, I've, I've, absolutely. I don't know if he can do it today. Will you want me to text him? Yeah, man. Because I mean. I mean, he he's he you know he's tied in with this this 76ers mess. He's very tied in, man. So I'd love to pick his brain about it. You know, if 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 they do go forward without trading anybody, do they have an opportunity? I, I'm I'm seriously thinking they have a shot. You do to go too deep into the playoffs. Yeah, I do. Too oh, deep into the playoffs. When you mean too deep, too serious. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I mean, they're they're only like what a game and a half out of first place. Exactly, exactly. I mean, what Even is it? If, it's Miami and the Bulls are up top, right? Yep, yeah. yep. You know, and um, you know, you look at you know, Milwaukee. They're just sleepwalking right now. I don't know what the hell is going on up there. Well, they're, you know, they're basking in the glow of a championship. Oh, no question. You know, no question. Um, I would be too. I would be too. Let's see if we can. Let's see if he can jump on at noon or twelve thirty. I like giving options. <laughs> it's hard for you to say no when you when you're given two options. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're gonna you're gonna go, you're gonna shut me down on two options. Why? Right. <laughs> you're not that busy. Get out of here. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um. Yeah. Karis Levert's a nice little player too. Yeah, he is. I was looking at the stream, D Train. D Train, you're right. I was just playing around, just cracking jokes, man. He said there are whole biker, um, black biker clubs that go up there. You're right. There absolutely is. I know it's a lot of clubs, but I'm just, you know, just making. Oh, fun. talking about the Daytona thing again? Yeah, Daytona, yeah. Oh, talking yeah. about Daytona. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's a great time, though, man. Great time. You know, they have this place, man, up there where they have uh, like these mud pits and, you know, they have uh, not mud, not, some of them mud, some of them are like uh, jello and stuff like that, and they wrestle naked in them. What? Yes. Who wrestles naked in them? Women, men, whatever. What? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh. yes. Is that is that entertaining for people to watch mud, mud wrestling? 
I guess so. Wow. Well, does Jello change change your tune? No, I'm not a Jello, Jello guy too. either. <laughs> no, I'm out on Jello. Never even liked Jello as a kid. Me neither. No, nah, I was never a big Jello's man. Me neither. Me neither. Um, I don't know that anything's gonna. Uh, Ramona Shelburne did that story a couple days ago on Ben Simmons. You know, I, I don't believe any of it. Saying yeah. he still watches the games. Are you Bro, kidding we, me? I wouldn't even know why people even entertain that. That's yeah. still his, they're still his team. Yeah. They're still his guys. No, they're not. I don't know that they were ever his team, <laughs> to be honest with you. And they're lies. That's why we're so pissed off because he's trying to, you know, he wanted to be his team, but it's Embiid's team. Mm-hmm. Right. It's that I mean you look you look at what Check he's done. At the door. You look at what he's done. It's just over the last 10 games, Barrett. Now, obviously, he had 40 yesterday and 10 rebounds uh, against the Mavericks. They lost this game. He had 27. He had 27 against the Wiz. I think they lost that game, too. They lost didn't that they? one, too. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he, had, he didn't play against the Grizz. Uh, they still they, won it, though. They won that game. They uh, played against the Kings. He had 36. Lakers, 26. Pelicans, 42. Spurs on the road, 38. Clippers, 40. Magic, 50. He's averaged 29.3 over the last 10. Does that put them in, does that put them in, the, uh, in the MVP conversation? Yeah, I, I, he's got to be in the conversation. I mean, you know. If they don't do well in, in, the, in the playoffs. I, I never I got scared. all cranked up about that stuff. Like, to me, it well, was – he I does. Was, he I was all – well, yeah, I know. But I was always more concerned or, you know, interested in, in how my team was doing rather than, you know, oh, my center won the MVP. Well, how'd the team do? Well, they got eliminated in the second round. You know what hey, I mean? Iced coffee. This is great what? stuff, man. Iced coffee. Oh. I'm making myself. But see, you, have, the, the, you know the secret is, bro? What's that? You got to make the coffee the night before. Yeah. Make the night before and put in the fridge. Okay. And that, to me, like, to me, it, it tastes a little better than it. It gets a little stronger sitting in the fridge, and then I can just throw my ice in there and my creamer, and it's all good to go. Yeah, you don't. You put the creamer in like right when you're ready to drink it. You don't. You don't exactly. mix the creamer in and no. then stick it in the fridge. No. Right. No, right. No, no. No. And I don't use sugar. Good. Just creamer. Just creamer. Uh, Eddie Edwards says he's more of an oil wrestling type. <laughs> Baby oil, though. Baby oil, not yeah. Luke's oil. <laughs> Luke oil, that's a gas station. <laughs> yeah. I think that's Russian-owned, too, by the way, the Luke oils. In Pittsburgh, they have a restaurant. Uh-huh. A Luke oil, Luke's oil restaurant. Yeah. Really? Pretty good food too. Yeah. What kind of coffee? What kind of coffee bean you got in there? Um, we go this? with Pete's. You know what? I'm I'm I go with the old great value. Um, it's, it's just great value vanilla. You know what I'm saying? Vanilla, vanilla. coffee? Yeah. Oh, French vanilla. French vanilla yeah. But what brand is it? Is it like a Starbucks? Great value. No, great value. Great That's value. Walmart. That's Walmart brand. Oh, okay. No wonder I don't know it. I was never in a Walmart. Well, Walmart, you need you need to get on this, man. Walmart has the best uh, non-sugar um, drinks like Crystal Light. Mm-hmm. Their Crystal Light equivalent, great value, right, is unbelievable. Especially the grape. You got to get the purple. Stuff, now, does that, that have sugar in it? No, but it's got all kinds of junk in there. Right? I know it does. 
It does, but still, it tastes amazing. <laughs> like, 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 you know, Mama Maze is gonna be mad at me, bro, because it's right. probably it's it probably oh, has it's my all glowing. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your esophagus is turning turning colors. <laughs> she's gonna be definitely disappointed because I know she's gonna look it up and say, "Yep." Yep, crystal light. It's all you, bad. You got to tell him. You got to tell yeah. him. He's got to stop it. <laughs> Look, I can't, even, deliver it. I can't even tell him to not watch the Pro Bowl. You think he's not going to drink <laughs> light? Because of me? Hell no. Yeah, I'm oh still disappointed God. in that, man. I was, I was like, really disappointed. I was yeah. so disappointed, man. And that's why I sent you that. Um, Yeah, with Prime. Dion, right? Because, yeah, I mean, they, they did compete back then. Mm -hmm. They competed. Just, just from off the strength of, I'm not gonna let this guy score on me, or I'm not gonna let him, you know, you know, just go out there and do whatever he wants. Like, no, you're not gonna beat me like that. You're not gonna have a sack on me. You're not gonna have a pick on me. Kyler Murray just threw a pick right off the bat. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. Come on. He didn't even try. Didn't even go try to, uh, excuse me, tackle the guy. Didn't even try. I I heard some comparisons to Kyler Murray with. Uh... Uh, with this Malik Willis over the weekend, don't do that. Bigger don't version that. of him. Yes. Well, that, yeah. that I like you. You can make that comparison, right? Yeah, Coach Prime. Lord help me, he says. I'm watching the Pro Bowl, and I remember when we were so proud and appreciative of that accolade. We went to Hawaii to prove we were more than worthy, so we competed at practice and in the game. I wanted you to know that Prime was Prime. What happened and when? So he's like, he's been out of it for a little while. When did this all happen? He's right, right, right. When did this happen? You Where know, you been, Prime? <laughs> yeah, Prime. Yeah, I hate to do it to you, but he's been he's been working on me for the past two and a half weeks. You worked on me, man. You tried to get me out of it. You like, uh -huh. I, I'm not doing it. You warned me uh -huh. time after time after time. But did I listen? No, nope, no. So that's why. Right now, my you know, I'm I'm just broken. I'm just broken, man. I'm <laughs> broken, bro. You know, You're what I'm saying? broken. I, I need to go to Pro Bowl Anonymous. Anonymous. Uh, what, what 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 is it? I can't even say it now. Pro Anonymous. Bowls Anonymous. Yeah, Pro Bowls Anonymous. <laughs> that would be a funny. That would be a funny commercial. Right. <laughs> you know. And maybe like Doctor Rick could actually like run the the session. That would. Be <laughs> That would be awesome. All you hear the, the piano bounce. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I don't know. That's I mean. It's it was just so bad, man. I, I but you know, like I said, man. I I, I was prepared, you know, because the Senior Bowl got me got me kind of geeked up, man. Because you know we need pass rushers, and it was all the pass rushers you need. Mm -hmm. Um. You saw in that game. I mean, there was guys bringing it, bringing it. And I was kind of pissed off like Devin Lloyd wasn't there. Right. Uh, Garrett Wilson wasn't there, the wide receiver. From Ohio uh, State. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, none of the big name guys, you know, were there. So I was kind of disappointed in that, you know. Because, I mean, I, you need to see. I, I mean, a guy we haven't seen in all year is Thibodeau. Right. You know, so nobody's yeah. seen Thibodeau. Right. So I don't know. I mean, how's he going to be the second, second pick in the draft when he hasn't played an entire season? 
Well, yeah. I mean, you know, before the season started, he was like the number one overall pick. Yeah. Now yep. he's like moving down to like third or fourth in, in a bunch of these mocks. And it's probably just because of what you just said. And the fact that that Hutchinson had such a big, you know, big finish to the season. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? Hutchinson helped himself. And he's going to come in and, and, and be everything. He's, he's going to fit the bill. Aiden Hutchinson is the real deal. Yeah. Guy, he's like a Bosa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, keeps, you know, nonstop, keeps it going. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, it, he's going to be the real deal. I don't know about, you know, Thibodeau. I mean, he, he, yeah. he definitely – I was definitely amazed when I saw him last year. He's a freak of an athlete. Oh, and that's what they're, that's what they're banking on. Yeah. But he's, he's, not a, um, he's not polished yet. He has right. a lot of learning to do. You know, and, and, you know, can he be that guy? You know, I I kind of equate him to a guy that um, what's the kid from um, from uh, Miles Garrett? Bears. Yeah, Miles oh. Garrett, yeah, Miles Garrett. The Browns, was, yeah, yeah. He was like that same type of freakish type of athlete. Mm-hmm. You didn't know what he was going to do, and then bam! Look at him now. He's 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 evolved. Yeah, you can't block guy. him. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can see that. Then I'm looking at um other guys. You know, like the two. Everybody from Baylor balled. Like the mm-hmm. two safeties balled out, running back balled out. You know, it was good watching those guys play. Either one of those two safeties, man, I I, I draft in the second round. Either one of them. From they Baylor. They both look good, yep. Both guys look really good. Well, um, uh, Jeremiah has Thibodeau going fourth to the Jets. And he says, I'd be very tempted to take Iquanu here. But the Jets' defense was notoriously awful. They will get Carl Lawson back, but they still need more pass rush. I could see Thibodeau sliding, but his blend of length and burst is impressive. That's, I mean, that's, that's accurate, man. I, he, he's, he's, he's one of those guys that you don't need to see him. Like when you see him, Walking around, mm-hmm. he fits the bill. You're like, okay, I, I see. You know what I'm saying? I, I I definitely understand and see what you're talking about. Right. But it's still gonna be hard, man, for me to think that uh that you know he gonna come in and make an instant impact from day one. I mean, Achilles, you know, when they get you know Carl Lawson back from his Achilles, mm-hmm. he may not have that that fire that they really need yet. You know what I'm saying? So wasn't Lawson the guy that made the incredible interception of Burrow in that game that they ended up winning? They beat the Bengals. Yep. <laughs> I think it was Lawson. Yep. yep. Yeah. yeah. And he was out all last year. So hmm. I just think I just I, I really think that um he's gonna be a tough pick, but when he does come back and it might, you know, he's not gonna make that instant impact, but he will be everything you need as far as you know later on in his career. And then you know. Daniel also has a he has a, the Giants picking up Devin Lloyd as the first linebacker taken. Uh yeah, with the seventh pick. Yeah, so I mean, how mm-hmm. man, how is he going up this fast? He didn't even play. He didn't even play. No. Well, he played he played in the bowl game. No, I'm, I'm talking about um, I'm talking about uh, the Senior Bowl. Oh, because he played against Ohio State in the uh, oh yeah, he bowled too. Bowl. Yeah, yep. yeah. Well, doesn't it seem like like that weekend of 
the championship weekend was like three weeks ago now. Yeah. <laughs> we've had one week go by with no real football, and it feels like the, the season ended a month ago. A month ago. Yeah. That's the way it feels, man. Like, I, I'm trying to get some juice for the Super Bowl, but it's almost like a little too early in the week. Yep. Then if you look at, um, you know, looking at his draft, in his mock draft, Burks has moved up. Yeah, Alec Burks. Moving past the Ohio State um, receivers. And I think Debo Samuels made his value go up. Or Traylon Burks, excuse me. Yeah, that's the that's the Debo Samuel kind of guy, right? Yeah. From Arkansas. So, you know, I think that's what happened. You know, his, his success and what we saw there, mm-hmm. him being mentioned as that type of player, making his stock go up. And then uh, Denver with Kenny Pickett. Could you see the the Falcons taking skill position guys in the top 10 two years in a row? Like Pitts and then Burks? Like their lines are not good. Their quarterback is aging. Their quarterback is old. Yeah. Yeah. What year is it for him? I don't know, man. It's got to be over soon. (laughs) Right. Uh and he's had a nice career, don't get me wrong. But oh great career. You know, local I mean, kid, you know, yeah. did his thing. Yeah. But I don't know. I I couldn't see that. I don't see them taking a skill position guy that high two years in a row in the draft. He and is, once again. Yep. He is 36. He'll be 37. Wow. Yeah. I don't know, man. But once again, you know. Jeremiah, he's also on the Matt Carroll um, uh, to Washington. Washington pick also. Yeah, that's 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 actually six, six mock drafts that I've seen him go to to, to that team. I know yeah. there's got to be something to that, right? You know, there's yeah. got to be something. To Either that, or they're trying to to put it out there that that's who they want, right? And maybe that's not who they really want. No, usually, you know what I mean, usually that's what they want. That's what they yeah. will try to get. Yeah, you know, the, the way it's looked the past couple of years, you know, is it, they've been kind of uh, steadfast in who they want, mm-hmm. and I can I can definitely see him getting him. I mean, I love his size, six foot two, two hundred five, but he's hurt. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's an. He got hurt ever. in the bowl game, right? Yeah. Yeah, against uh, Baylor. Then yeah, once again, Minnesota goes. With the DB that we can come get four years later, Stingley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that that came out over the weekend too. That uh, Mike Zimmer wants everybody to know that he intends on coaching this year. Oh, he, uh, teams were apparently under the impression that he would take a year off, but he he wants no part of a year off. No. But no. Gannon now, that's the other thing that happened over the last 24, 48 hours. Jonathan Gannon is not going to Houston. So how do they he will know this? not be the next head coach at Houston? That's what's apparent. He's coming back, and now they're looking at Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith. They interviewed Lovey Smith, okay. and they might name him the coach. Okay, you okay. believe that? Okay, That's, that was out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. I didn't even think his name was in the hat. Yeah. Where'd you say he was? Because we talked about him last we week. We talked about him last week. He was at Illinois, but he's Illinois, been gone yeah. from there for a little while. I yeah. think he might have he might have been maybe consulting or maybe he was on somebody's staff in a defensive role. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, Lovey Smith has emerged. I mean, he did a lot, man. He brought he brought the Chicago Bears to the Super Bowl. 
And I think that's becoming a, a, a theme these last two coaching picks. If they do make him the um, the new head coach, that's what, you know, that's what's been apparent. You know, they want coaching experience as, as opposed to going with these young up-and-coming coordinators now. He's actually um, the associate head coach and defensive coordinator for the Texans, according to this. Oh, right now? Yeah. Well, that makes even more sense. Who knew? Right. That's that. That makes a lot of sense then. Yeah. yeah. He's got the he's got that uh, Santa Claus beard. Yeah. He's rocking. <laughs> that we didn't talk about his defensive prowess. We were talking no, about his beard. Talk about his beard, man. <laughs> wow. Uh, look at Marcus J. Come on, man. Who the hell Who? is Lovey Smith? Some kind of porn star. <laughs> what? Lovey Smith, the porn star. What? What? Where have you been, man? He's got the beard of beards. Yes, he does. I mean, I'm, I'm jealous. I, if you yeah. guys notice, my, my beard stays the same length, and I don't I know. cut it. I know. <laughs> I don't cut it, just stays the same length. I mean, he took a team quarterback by uh, Rex Grossman to a Super Bowl. Right. right. That. That's, that's kind of worth something, right? That's worth a lot, you know. And then, you know, you look at Doug. Mm-hmm. Doug happened over the weekend. Yeah, we're going to have to play the audio in the next hour. I got a little bit of audio from Doug. Doug's down there doing the Duval chant, you know? <laughs> no, he didn't, did he? Yeah, he did. He did. I, I, we have some of that. And he was asked – I don't have this, but he was asked by a reporter um, saying, like, do, do you think, like, you're, you're, you're sort of behind here in, in naming – you know, get, being able to put together a good staff because he was named kind of so late. And he just he just flat out told the guy, No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I read also they said that um you know once you get a taste of the being a world champion you know and he's been a part of three super bowls right once you get that taste in your mouth you never wanted to leave and you just work you know day in and day out right until you become a champion again and and he's absolutely right man mm-hmm. you know you want to be the best so yeah and i think that's a great landing spot for him a great landing spot you know, it couldn't have been any better because he is that type that he can come in and bridge that gap between the coaching staff and the players. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying? so because they have some athletes, man. They do. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. They have a good pool of talent. Let me look it up, man. I looked over that depth chart. I don't know, man. Let me look over it, man. I don't know. They need they need a lot more. <laughs> they want more, huh? <laughs> On their offense. I mean, is their offensive line any good? I didn't see. watch. I watched one game of theirs this year, and that was the London game because it was on at nine in the morning, and they beat Miami. Yep, the night game. It's one of the that game, and probably the last game um, where they beat the Colts were the two best games they had all year. Well, Cam Robinson, he's pretty good, but he's a free agent. Uh, Juwan Taylor is pretty good. Two young guys. Um, Linder, yeah, he's he's all right. Uh, I don't know anything about uh, their right guard, but I'm looking at it, man. I mean, they're all right, but I'm looking at the talent that they have, you know, everywhere else. You know, Treadwell, I I, I think he's a free agent. I, I don't know if he's going to do anything. He was a bust. Yeah, Marvin Jones is pretty good. Yeah, they do have Tavon Austin, but he's a free agent. But yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's not a return guy. Either. Yeah, he's... no. Uh, I remember uh, when he was coming out of West Virginia. Everybody was thinking he was a high draft pick. He was a yep. first round pick, if I remember. Yep. And yep. ended up just being a gadget guy. Yep. Gadget and returner. Yeah. Went to Dallas and did some things. Yeah. Um, Chenault Jr. Really I like good. Him. I like him. Really good wide receiver. Lavishka Chenault. Yep. Isn't so he a Colorado two. guy? Yes, he is from Colorado. Yeah. Joey B's probably. That's great knowledge about. by you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so he has two good wide receivers. Um, looking at the tight ends. Yeah, they, they got Arnold from uh, Carolina when they traded the cornerback mm-hmm. that they drafted from Florida. They traded him in first-round pick. Yep. And they got, they got, they got, they got your boy down there. You got your boy running back. Um, yeah, Raquel, Raquel Armstead. Armstead, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's the backup. But that uh, – what is it, Ogunbowale or whatever? Yeah. Isn't he the starter? Yeah, but he he's got good hurt, too. I think. Yeah, but he, when he he was good, I thought he was in San Fran. Carlos Hyde, he got hurt. He, yep, and I think he's gone now too. And Travis Etienne was hurt. Yep. Defensively, defense, I like him. They got Miles Jack, he's a baller. Josh mm-hmm. Allen, he's a baller. You know, so they can make some things happen up front. Yeah, the other Josh Allen. Yeah, the other right. <laughs> defensive end slash linebacker Josh Allen. Yeah. Uh, Rudy Malcolm, Ford. Malcolm they got Rudy Brown. Ford starting for him? What? Remember Rudy Ford? From Philly. Rudy Ford? Yeah. A cornerback? Rudy Ford. He's a safety for them. Oh, yes. He was a cornerback for us. Oh, man. From Auburn. Yep. Shaquille Griffin. Yep. Seattle. He's good. UCF kid. Yep. Yeah, Clay Brooks is good. They, I mean, they got an okay squad. You're sounding like Urban Meyer here, talking about how talented this roster is. 
I don't think he said that. I, I, I don't think he ever said that he had a talented roster. Well, he thought that they, they should have won a, a heck of a lot more games based on that roster. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they should have. They, they shouldn't have been as bad. Look, at they got a lot of first-rounders on this uh, on that team, man. Yeah, they do. You know, so, I mean, they should be better than that. First and second-rounders everywhere on this squad. So they should be competitive. Right, but they they're all out on the on the general manager down there. The, right. the fan base <laughs> wants him out. Bulky. Yeah. He's, oh, he, was, right. he, he was that's Chip's right. guy in San yeah. Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and speaking Bulk. of San Francisco, their uh, their offensive coordinator gets to the head coaching job in Miami. Did you see that? Who's Mike that? McDa- Mike McDaniel. Wow. Yeah, and apparently he's biracial. I didn't know this. Mike McDaniel? Yes. He's considered biracial. Okay. That means he's black. <laughs> he doesn't look black, though. He doesn't? No. Have you ever seen him? No, I'm looking him up now. He looks like a dude that would work at Starbucks or something. <laughs> Seriously, he doesn't look like the, what you'd think a football coach would look like. New Dolphins head. Coach. I saw him up in the in the box last week when they were playing the 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 Rams. They put him on the camera, and I'm like, "Oh, that's that dude," because he was he was becoming a hot candidate. Do you see him? No, not yet. Well, we'll take a break, and uh, I'll I'll send you a picture of him, and we'll put it up on the screen. All right, we got a, we got this Doug uh, Doug Peterson audio to get to too, and uh, Jimmy Kemsky's got a couple of free agents possible free agent targets for the Eagles that I want to run by you uh, before the end of the show. We're back in three. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Justin, those breaks don't last long enough. <laughs> Trying to do stuff during the break. Bro, this and guy is interesting, man. Who, McDaniel? Yeah. Yeah, how so? I just sent Xander a picture of him. All right, that, that's another picture of him. Yeah, okay. He kind of looks like that uh, that Spanish singer, uh, the, oh. the, the big-time Spanish singer, bro. The guy down in the guy that was married to J-Lo? Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. you see? You see? You know it, see? <laughs> it was, no. no uh, What's I'm, his name? Oh, the stream uh, will come up with it. You know, they always do, man, because they know he looks like yeah, Not Iglesias, the other no, guy. No, 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 no. Um, oh, my oh, God. Oh, man. Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony. Anthony yeah, D-Train. Way to go. <laughs> train in there yeah he does he kind of does he looks like mark anthony but his pops was black he says he's, uh-huh. he's, um he's multi-racial i mean um his man multiple ethnicities in him right. i mean that's cool he's from uh, aurora colorado okay. but did you know he's a um uh, he's a violinist what yes went to yale yeah there he is He's been the offensive coordinator for 11 years with um with the 49ers. Well, he was the run game years. coordinator for a long time and then became the offensive coordinator. Well, that's exactly but, what you yeah. want because that run game is what made the 49ers what they are. Yeah, and I, doesn't he look like in that last picture a guy that I'd order like a double latte, you know, <laughs> from, right? With uh, a... <laughs> Seriously. Uh, 1.1 gigawatts. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Back to the future looking yeah. dude. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, oh man. Yeah, yeah, John Dickerson says he looks like an IT guy. <laughs> he does. Like either an IT guy or a barista. Right, know? right, right, right. But he went to hell, Yale, man, and that's that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, and, um, yeah man. He, you know, he, he's a, an accomplished violinist. Uh-huh. Wow, it just goes to show you, man. Yeah. I mean, that's Duck hey. says he looks like an English TA. What? <laughs> what is, what TA? is that? What is that? Oh my god! Uh, well, hey, you know uh, <laughs> we- Weezer. He's in the band Weezer. <laughs> it's Lawrence Weaver. <laughs> yeah, River, Rivers Cuomo is, is the lead singer and this the the guy from Weezer. He looks wow. more like a football coach than this dude. He has a degree in history. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. what's up, man. That's interesting, man. So how does he get, how does he get a degree in history at Yale and become a football coach? Bro, how does just that love happen? the game, man. You got guys that just love the game, man. You know, I mean, come on, look at look at um the Rams head coach. He don't look like a football player, man. You know what I mean? He looks like the equipment guy, equipment manager, or something, bro. Yeah, but he looks like a at least a guy that. Uh, you know, looks so somewhat athletic. You know, this dude, yeah. this dude was another one of those guys on the Washington football team staff way back in like 2012. See, I hate to do with it to Shanahan. You. Yep, I hate to do it to you. The bro. old man Shanahan. Yeah, yeah, yes. They, they had the young Shanahan. They had uh, the guy Lafleur from uh, yep. who's now at Green Bay. They had McVeigh. 
Um, they had this guy. I mean, it was there was all this this uh, brainiac talent in the coaching realm on that team. Do you believe that? Yeah, it was Shanahan. Man, you know, I was with Shanahan for an off season. I had signed with um, I had signed with with, with Denver, mm-hmm. and I was there. Like I said, I got there on April first. April Fool's Day, I got there April 1st, and it snowed. I mean, it snowed. It was like a foot of snow when I got there. Uh-huh. It snowed that day. And I can remember running, man. The first time I run out there, it was, it was, it was, I couldn't breathe at all. It was crazy how thin the air is up there. And if I finally got used to it. It took about three weeks to get used to running up there. I mean, it was like every time I, you know, go conditioning everything, we work out. Mm-hmm. I was the worst, man. I, I couldn't do anything but go home and go to sleep, man. My head be hurting and everything until my body got used to it. And when you're up there, that's why Olympic people, they they work out up there because right. your body creates more red blood cells. Right. But um, I was talking about Shanahan. Shanahan just flat out lied to me, man. He just flat out lied to me. That's why me and Shanahan, I, 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 what did, I don't I like mean, the name Shanahan. What what, uh, what did he lie to you about? He said, I went up there, won the starting job. No, I won the starting oh. job. I was starting. I was starting during the offseason, the preseason. I won the starting job, and they had this guy named Blake Brockmeyer. Now, Blake Brockmeyer. He, I remember that name. He was hurt. He was a first-round draft choice. The same year I was uh, drafted, I beat him out. He had got hurt, and he said um, if he got back, they would owe him a million-dollar signing bonus if he made the opening day roster. Mm-hmm. So the last week of camp – he comes back and he makes the open day roster and they had to cut me because he they had to give him that hundred um that the million dollar signing bonus. Hmm. So it was like, all right, well, I hate to do it to you, bro. We gotta get you out of here. And it was like, um, but don't worry, I'm, I'm about to trade you to uh I'm about to send you to um Green Bay. And I went to Green Bay. Okay. Well, at least he sent you a, a, a good spot. Right? No, but I, I wanted to stay there. Oh, okay. I, to say, I moved my entire family up. That he has this, he had this casino night. Where he, you know, made his, his entire basement into a casino. Yeah. And I had bring my wife over there. And then all of a sudden, you know, she, we had just had a baby like three, you know, my youngest daughter, three weeks before that. And um, we moved them up and everything. I was like, yes, you know, so I just I just moved the wife up. Um, you know, what the chance, you know, you said I was going to make the team. He said, oh, no, you definitely going to make the team. In oh, fact, man. buy a house. Oh, no. He said, buy a house. You know, you're good. What happens? He ends up sending me to Green Bay. Oh. Did you buy a house? No, 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 no. I didn't oh. buy it. I rent it, but still I had to sell all um, I had to sell all the furniture, you know, that we had bought. Um we signed a lease with the uh, you know, with the condo. Had to get out of that lease. I mean, it was it was just terrible, man, because I couldn't do it. I had to go and play in Green Bay. The season had just started. So I was in Green Bay. So she had to take care of all that hmm. and move all the kids back. Oh. To Philly. Well, she is definitely not a fan of the Shanahan. No, no, she no. wants to whoop Shanahan's ass. Right. That's what she wants to do still to this day. Now we got a super chat in here from Chris M, and he wants you to look up a player. Alec this? Pierce. I know this player. He played at Cincinnati, the wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Alec yeah. Pierce. He wants you to look at him and give your opinion of of him, I guess, before the show's out. Did gotcha, you know gotcha. that McVeigh McVeigh was actually a wide receiver? Yeah. He and he and Sirianni played the same position, <laughs> but Sirianni played, I think, at Mount Union College, and McVeigh was at Miami of Ohio. Oh, okay. in the MAC. 
So every day he was good, huh? He was a wide out. Yeah, I mean, he had uh, zero touchdowns in his career. Probably zero catches. Caught 39 balls. Yeah, I like Alec Pierce. You like Pierce? It's pretty good. Yeah. I watched I watch a couple of games, um, not just of him, but when I was watching Cincinnati, when they were going up and uh, beating everybody. You know, I was like, could they compete uh, being, you know, being one of the four teams in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. And I looked, I said, you know what, they are, they are right, but I don't know, man. I mean, he's like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, mm-hmm. and can run. Well, they were very conservative in that game. Right, right. Just hand yeah. the ball off. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he can know, play a little bit. Yeah, you know the content to kick a field goal. Like, you, come on, man, this is your one shot. You got to go all you know? out. Yeah, got to go all out. Yeah, I mean, you know, to me, like you, your players start looking at you like, "What? Well, what's coach doing here, man? We ain't gonna right. win this game kicking field goals." Right, right, right. We got to take a chance. Right, you got to take a chance. Right. All right, now let's get to uh, the Doug Peterson stuff. Um, of course, he was introduced this weekend. Shad Khan and. Um, Trent Balky were up there on the on the dais with Doug, and I got a little bit of audio. I got this off of um, Howard Eskin's Twitter feed. Yeah, here it is. Fans, listen. I know you've been through a lot. You've been through a lot, even this past season, but that's about to change. And and I can promise you that I'm going to come to work every single day with the diligent task task to make this a winning organization. This is what he has asked me to do. This is why I've been hired here today. And, and this is a relationship that, that is just beginning. And so I'm excited, one, to have this opportunity to lead, to lead your organization, but two, to be able to get in here, develop, develop a coaching staff, develop our philosophies, develop our schemes to be successful on the football field. This is not, this is not an overnight fix. This is not you know, we're just going to snap our fingers and start winning football games. Our goal is to win football games, but we're going to do it one player, one coach, one person in the organization at a time. And I'll challenge our team and I'll challenge our fans. It's about ownership. It's about support. It's about, it's about leadership. And that's what I'll bring. That's what I'll bring to the organization. And I'm not going to settle for anything less than a championship caliber, championship caliber team. And I know these two gentlemen here, along with Tony, along with Mark, feel the same way. There you go. Doug you seemed like the, he was in command there. You know what? That's that's amazing because look at the difference between the for his first um, press conference when we hired him to now. Um, yeah. Is this, breaking news. Is this? I mean, is this true? What's that? The Texans, did they hire him, or is it just, you know, they're still talking to him? What, uh, Lovey Smith? Yeah, Lovey Smith. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, they had talked to him. They've completed their interviews, I guess, with Lovey, and people are thinking that they're going to hire him. Oh, okay. Let's see. So Josh McCown is out. Oh, yeah, with the Texans? Yeah. Wow. That would have made a lot of, like, people go, what? If they would have hired him, because he has zero experience, zero NFL yeah. coaching experience. Period. Yeah, he's coaching high school. Well, this was 14 hours ago. The Texans are now in talks with their associate head coach, Lovey Smith. Blah blah blah. And then then there was another tweet that they have completed the discussions. Um, 
Ian Rappaport says that they're moving towards naming Lovey Smith their head coach. Sources are telling him no deal is done, but it's headed that way. Now, we've heard that before with regards to Byron Leftwich with the Jaguars a couple of weeks, a week or so ago. Right, right. So right. I don't know. I don't, you know, I don't know what to believe. I, I love how they're moving towards name. What do you mean they're moving towards? Either he's the coach or he's not. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I'm either, moving towards this. Either he is, you get, you know, in contract negotiations, and you might be a hundred thousand dollars off. You know, right. you go do it. Either he is or he isn't. You know? like, this is what annoys me about the media now. It's all social media. The PFF puts out the Texans are close to naming Lovey Smith their head coach. Well, they haven't named him yet. Right. So why do we put the tweet out? You know what I mean? Look like like Byron Leftwich is close yeah. to being the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach. No, he's not. <laughs> wow. So that'll mean it'll be it'll be three black head coaches. If if Lovey Smith becomes a head coach, it'll be three black head coaches in the league. Yeah. Well, now does this McDaniel guy count? Is he? He's not. He's. Does he count as a full one? He's kind of a half, right? Well, uh, uh, <laughs> so it's like it's like two and a half. I don't know. I got to ask you. Are you count? Are you yes. counting him as a full one? Uh, you know what? I, I mean, according to the Constitution, if you have, I think it's either uh, one tenth or one fifteenth of black in you, then you're considered a minority. You said black. Okay. You know, that was in the Constitution. Okay, it is? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Because you could ask that, uh, who's that, that crazy senator up in New Hampshire? She was like yeah. point, point zero, 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 uh, one, two American Indian, and she counted herself as a Native American. So I'm just saying, you know, I'm just asking you. Well, you know, if you have, um, if you have, I think it's, if you have one fourth Native American, you can go to all the state colleges for free. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. That's that's damn good. I'm, I'm trying to see my kids, so I didn't have to pay for it. You know, I'm like, do you guys have any Indian in you? <laughs> right. Bit? Yeah. Let's look. Let's try. <laughs> damn it, we're finding some today. Damn it. Let's get let's get one of those uh, DNA tests. Twenty three and me. Where you at? <laughs> right. Twenty three and me. Yeah. Uh, Samuel Rowe says he needs to see proof of McDaniel. <laughs> he, he's not buying it. <laughs> Here it, now, the Texans put out a tweet on their official account. It, now, get this: we have completed additional discussions with Lovey Smith regarding our head coaching position. What have you ever seen this before? No, that, I mean that's that's probably that's the closest thing to saying yes, we're hiring him that I've that I've seen. If they put that out there, that means yes, it's, it's, it's close. Then I, w- I would say that. Well, I guess it sounds to me like they're done. Yeah. Now, what, what's what's next? Right. <laughs> like, either you're hiring him or not. Like, what else do you need? You could have just kept that until you hired him a couple exactly. hours later. Exactly. Yeah, you're right, man. Yeah. It's just nonsense. You know, that is nonsense. Oh, man. Joey B., you're wrong for that, too. I'm not even going to say anything about what, that. What is, what is he oh, doing now? That, that just don't what? even say it, man. I won't, I won't, but I want to see it. <laughs> Where is how far back are we going? Oh, here? Wait, it's just a little bit back. It's at twelve twenty-two. Oh, <laughs> what does that going? mean? <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> what was wrong with Joey, man? Oh my goodness! 
these man, people, you, people leave on them trees a, alone, man. And it's only a Monday. <laughs> right. Jesus. <laughs> he been eating brownies, bro. <laughs> He's on fire today, bro. He uh, is on fire today. Uh, oh, man. And, you know, and, and, and I'm not trying to downplay the seriousness about, you know, everything that's going on um, with uh, Miami's former head coach and everything. I mean, you know, to me, you know, it, it Flores. Takes, yeah, it, it takes a little it's going to take a lot from, for, from, you know, the vantage point, you know, what he's going through before we reap the benefits of, of, you know, being in a position where we'll have to worry about a Rooney rule. But I mean, it's, it's, you know, we're going in the right direction and that, and that's what I'm glad about, but Hey, we're talking about the middle. We well, keep things light because, you know, we understand everything, you know, what's going on, but Hey, this is what you get from us. We just, you know, being real, but understanding realness sometimes can, have a little lighter side to it. That's all. Exactly. Now, there's three general managers, though, right? Yes. That we've can we did that uh, that math on Friday. Yep. Yep. And it, it termed, there's three. So that's that's is that the most ever? Yes. I think it would have to be right because I, I think, think for so. a long, long time it was, was Ozzie Newsom and, and nobody yep. else. Exactly. And uh, now he's you know he's moved on, but um, so you know so that's a good thing. Um, I'm telling you, got to get proof on this. Uh, owner in Miami trying to convince Flores to lose and get right. him out. Well, I, I mean, think he, I mean, they already have that proof, though. You think? I mean, I think he said he already has the proof for that. You know, look at the, <laughs> these, guys are, these guys are out of control. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I had the state wrong. Is Massachusetts. It was uh, Elizabeth Warren up in Massachusetts, uh, not, not New Hampshire. So I had the wrong state. I apologize. These <laughs> guys. <laughs> These guys are going out of control. Uh, look, it's not official until Bill Belichick sends the tweet. That's to right. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need him texting Josh McCown that he was going to get the job. Uh, job I fucked up. I fucked up. Now, New Orleans is still the only open job then, right? If they Let's say they do hire D- Lovey. New Orleans still needs a coach. I don't even know what direction they're going in. I think they were interviewing Brian Flores the day that that news broke. Yeah, I know. That's what right? he said. Yeah. 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 But that kind of, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because yeah. then the next day he made his rounds. Flores made his rounds uh, through um, Espen, ESPN, mm-hmm. rather. Right. So um, let's play the other Doug audio. He, he's having a little fun with uh, some guy on the field. Uh, it might be, you know, one of these guys that works for the team that maybe the website or something. But they had him do the Duval chant. Like that. Duval. There we go. Yeah, Ready? you got it. Good. See, now you're officially here in Jacksonville. There we go. We got it. All right. He did that. He did that well. He must have been working on that. That's actually a guy from a news station, like Channel that. 4 or whatever. Duval. There we go. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the semantics. They always continue, man. Right, right. I mean, <laughs> That's like when I when I saw uh, Andy Reid years ago do that that thing the first time. How about them Chiefs? And he, did, <laughs> he did it. He did it so good. <laughs> uh, it doesn't take them long to fit in. You've no. acted, you've acted like Doug's been there for five years already. Right, 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 right. right. I'm the, I'm just trying to see what type of nachos Lovey likes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I always start with the nachos. <laughs> Just as long as Doug doesn't start dancing around uh, with their draft picks. Oh, you know, man. Come you know, on. Like Was that the worst? Ryan then, Kelly. 
And then the kid went to uh, Alabama, the tight yeah, end. Right. Then he went to Alabama. Like, oh, is that on. right? Yeah. He didn't even sign with him. He went to Alabama. He so he was Alabama. doing that video and dancing and acting the fool with that kid, and the kid goes to Bama? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you see Can you see how, uh, you know, Alabama's head coach would have been after that? Oh. Saban's like, look like. Exactly. <laughs> I, I got him, and I didn't have to dance. Oh, I know. Um, I saw Alabama's going to play Texas this year in one of those uh, opening weekend games. Oh, that's going to be a good game. Sarkeesian against uh, Bama. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, another, another uh, assistant going against the going head coach. Against, yeah, the mentor. Yeah, yep. it, Alabama's going to pound them. I was going to beat the snot out of them. Yeah. They only won five games last year? Uh, Texas, yeah. Yeah, five yeah. games, six games, something like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how that's possible. Yeah. September 10th of 2022. Try to get uh, that game. They're going to play, um, let's see, Al, ESPN has it on their website. Uh, noted uh, Bama honk, Nick Kale, couldn't wait to send this to me. Oh, it's at Texas. It's at it's on it's in Austin. According they still don't to have this. a chance. So it's not going to be played at, at the Jer- at uh, Jerry Stadium. But you did say down. you did say that uh Texas had a top 10 draft <coughs> uh, recruiting class. Yeah. 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 For what that's worth. I mean, you know. They should get done. Didn't they get they got a transfer quarterback too? Yeah, they did. Uh, didn't he come from Ohio State? I think he's one of those kids at Ohio State that was on the depth chart that was like a big recruit a year or two ago, I want to say. <laughs> I don't know what Ohio State is doing, but they lose more great players than most teams It's have. unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> it? It really is. You're exactly right. I mean, if you watch the transfer portal of players coming out of Ohio State, they're, it's like an all-star team. No question. There's literally three players, four players we can talk about that left um, – that left – Ohio State, and there are now first round draft choices that we know about. Yeah, Nick Williams will be a first round draft choice. The first pick in the draft um, for Cincinnati was um, Ohio State guy. I mean, it's ridiculous, man. How many guys leave there and become great players somewhere else? They're not just leaving Ohio State; they're leaving to go into Alabama. Right? I mean, come on, man, Texas. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, right. It's not like they're dropping down into like the American conference or right. something and, and, and you know and playing. No disrespect to the American. I love that that league, but you know what I'm saying. Like they're right. going to the bigger and better schools and starting. You're like, how the hell could they not have played more Ohio State? Exactly. Exactly. It blows my mind. Yeah, so all right, we'll take a quick timeout. We'll get into some uh free agent names. Uh, and it was it, the first name is a guy that I actually brought up to you. I want to say two months ago okay. as a possibility because of the tie-in with Sirianni. Okay. And you, and you were not all that enthused about it. So we'll see if you changed your tune uh, when we come back in three minutes. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. 
At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back to Final Half Hour of the Show. Um, by the way, Barrett, who do you think? might get that job in new orleans you think it's going to be dennis allen or do you think they go and uh and hire um hire somebody else like maybe flores what if they hired flores <laughs> I, I doubt seriously going to do that you, know, you don't I think enter, no i wouldn't entertain that because i, I doubt seriously he would take the job anyways you don't think no not right now with all that stuff going on uh i think he's trying to get focused on um exactly what's going on first wow so i don't know if he takes that job hmm um, I mean, because you, you got to think, man. This, I mean, it's 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 a whirlwind of stuff that's gonna, you know, because it, it's not just gonna be him on this class action suit. It's gonna be a lot more other coaches that are gonna pile on, also. Right. You know, so we'll see. Well, I just hope he's got hard evidence that that owner wanted him to lose games and was gonna pay him bonus money for it. That would be exactly phenomenal. Exactly. Oh, the Colts hired Gus Bradley as their defensive coordinator over the weekend. The Gus Bus. <laughs> Gus Bradley is a transitional type of defensive coordinator, man. I don't understand it. Like he um he comes in and fixes your defense, then he leaves and somebody else comes in and make your def- the defense better. Uh-huh. Like he he's he's great at changing a 3-4 defense to a 4-3 or a 4-3 to a 3-4. That's like his claim to fame, you know, what makes him a good defensive coordinator. Uh-huh. So that's what he had. Okay. That's what he did here with Chip. Okay. Trying to make him a 3-4 defense because Chips likes 3-4 defense. That's right. why Brandon Graham was playing out of position. You know, those guys hated that system. So, man, he can do it, but, you know, he's not 
he's not a guy that you know that I would say is good at coming in and being a great defensive coordinator. He's great at changing the system, mm-hmm. but I don't know him, you know, keeping that system. I don't know if he can do it. I remember when they were uh, when they were tracking his whereabouts when he was supposed to be interviewing with uh, Jeffrey Lurie when he came to town. Oh, that year, uh-huh. that year, because it was it was him and it was Chip, you know, right? Like 2013, <laughs> I guess. And they were they were tracking his. I think John Clark was like tracking his whereabouts. It's just funny. <laughs> um, oh, and, and your boy Jim Harbaugh, I guess, lost another his coordinator, his offensive coordinator. To where? I think he went down to Miami. Wow. Yeah, Gaddis. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Cause they were talking about him being the next head coach. If Harbaugh took the Vikings, got right, the Vikings right, job. Right. And now right. I think he's going to, I think he lost them. So wow. and, and there's other stuff too. Did you see the, what's going on down at Auburn? Apparently. No, the head coach, Brian Harson, uh, some are saying he's already out. Um, there, there's like this rumor going around that he was having uh, a little affair with some uh, person on his staff. And, oh. and this person on the staff is supposed to be some girl that was up at Boise State when he was up there. She was on the staff up there at some like low-level role. And she came to Auburn and got a similar role. And they, there's pictures of her all over the internet. Her name's like Clessy Crochet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Big scandal. So I think he's going to be out, or if he's not already. Well, that's what happened to the coach. And he was in Kansas. He was also at LSU. Yes. Wow. Less less miles. Less miles. Less... Yeah. It's a less what? miles situation. What is going on? That's a less miles situation. Oh. Unrid- oh, oh ridiculous. All right. Let's get to this free. These three free agents. I brought this name up to you back in, I want to say November. And you turned your nose up at me. And I'm all right with that because I, I don't think he's anything special, believe me. But he's got a he's got a connection to Sirianni, and Sirianni likes him. And he won't cost a lot. Zach Pascal, wide receiver for the Colts. He's six two, two twenty. Right. So kind of a bigger guy than what they have on, you know, they got all these little guys. Um Sirianni loves Pascal. During his very first press conference after he became head coach, Sirianni named Pascal among 13 players that he felt he built a special relationship with in his previous coaching stops. Like he brought up his name along with Philip Rivers, Keenan Allen, Dontrell Inman, Tyrell Williams. There was a bunch of big names in there too, but it was funny that Pascal was mentioned with these great names. So you know he loves them. Why though? He's an average receiver though. Uh, he's got the dog mentality, apparently. Well, I mean, he's because he's a guy that didn't have. He doesn't play fast. He's a good, you know, possession receiver. Mm-hmm. Like if you want a first down, he'll get you the first down. But he's not dynamic. He's just not gonna blow you away. And that's why I don't understand why you know what the love affair is with with Pascal. <laughs> All right, he's an okay player. Now, when you say it, Pascal, it sounds like a painter. That's what I thought. I thought that was how you, like, you know, like a, that's a very classy way to say it. Yeah. I go Pascal, sort of like Pascal. Ray Gore. Like, you're not good enough to be called to me, Pascal. That sounds like right, right. special, <laughs> you know, like you're like a you French, have to earn that name. You're an impressionist painter from the uh, the Renaissance period, Pascal. right? Right, right, right. 
Now, would he fit in? Now, is he, no, he's better than Jalen Rager. Yeah. He'll come in and be an instant impact. In fact, he would be starting. He, he would be our number two. Right. He wouldn't beat out. He wouldn't be our number one. He'd be now, our number two. The fans aren't going to be super excited about that. No, he was the number two. It's I can tell you win. that. Yeah. He had um, tw- 38 receptions last year with Carson Wentz for 384 yards and three touchdowns. Hence, that's why, you know, I, I, I kind of was. But, you know, the, the year before with Rivers, he had 44 catches for 629 yards a whole four yards better in average reception and five touchdowns. So you equate, with rivers. So, all right. So I'll, I'll put it into terms. Jalen is not. He's not rivers. Yeah. So we're, we're saying he's going to be right around that 400, that 400 yard mark. If you came to Philly, you know, but it's just kind of interesting to see, you know, 14.3 yards per catch versus 10 with Wentz. Right. Like with, right. A, with a quarterback that, you know, is an accomplished quarterback. It's amazing the difference that, that it can provide with a, with a certain C level receiver. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you, you, can Jalen make him better? That's, that's essentially what we're, uh, we would have to think about. Right. Uh, I don't know. We will see. If we'll Sirianni see. wants a dirty work kind of receiver, in his offense, like J.J. Ortega-Whiteside was in 2021, Pascal could be that guy, but with some ability to actually catch a football on occasion as well, says. Come on, man. Who said that? Jimmy Kemsky. Kemsky's, come on. (laughs) He had me until he said J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. I know, I know. No, he can't get away with that. You can't get away with that. You let him know he can't get away with that also. I guess that means his blocking. Yeah. Because they love his blocking. He has earned a reputation in India as one of the best blocking wide receivers in the NFL. I don't need blockers. I'll get tight ends for that. Uh Uh-huh. We don't need blockers. We have enough. I know. I'm with you on that. I've heard enough about this wide receiver block. Give me a guy to catch the ball and get open. Okay, that's the Create first thing. That's my yes. first order of business with a wide receiver. That's, Get open yeah, and catch exactly. the ball. Exactly. Okay, if you if you block, that's a bonus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. god. I need those I need those intangibles first. Yeah, exactly. Give I need me those some intangibles damn tangibles. First. Yeah, yeah. All right, now here's a running back that I like that's on this list. There's only 3 players here. Deonta Foreman from the Titans. 235 pounds, 6'1", and he ran well in that playoff game Mm. uh, against the Bengals when Henry came back. He's he's from uh, Texas. Didn't he play at – wasn't he a Longhorn? He's been around for a couple of teams. Yeah, not the foreman. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's one took over for – Henry. Took over for Henry. Yeah, right. big, strong, right? Kind of explosive too. Yeah, he's a bit of a bruiser too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, bigger version. He's a bigger version of Howard. Right. Hits the hole like Howard. Right. But has breakaway speed. I think this would be a nice pickup. That would be a nice pickup. Yeah. He's only twenty five. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. 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 Number seven, I think. Yep. He had four uh, 4.3 yards per carry and three touchdowns 
including three games of over a hundred yards. That must have been when uh, when Henry was down. One of the you know, three of those games. But look at that size though six one two thirty six. Yeah, that's big time. Uh huh. He averaged uh four point one yards rushing, uh four point one yards a carry. That's pretty good, man. Yeah, Foreman has low mileage for a running back with five years of experience. Yeah, because he uh, had the man playing in front of him. Right. He could be a fresher, more explosive power running upgrade over Jordan Howard. That'd be a great pickup. So story. I kind of like that one. It wouldn't cost you a lot either. I don't think so. No, no, it wouldn't cost you a lot at all. Now you're going to have to tell me about this guy because I, I don't know much about Terrell Edmonds, a safety from the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Darrell Edmonds is very consistent. He was a first-round pick in 2018. Yep, I remember him. Huh. Um, he'll, he, he's a guy to come in. He can kind of solidify things deep. You know, he's a free safety. He's 6'1", Side 6'1", 217, never missed a game because of injury. Right, right, right. You could, man, he, he'd be somebody that, that could work out for you. Hmm. You know he's not a big name, but he's not gonna he's not gonna make a lot of mistakes. And sometimes you need that guy. You don't need a, a splash guy in the secondary. He's one of those guys to be very consistent. He'll always be the deepest man. He'll make sure that he you know if you if you have him in bracket coverage, he'll he'll you know he's a good defender in mm-hmm. bracket um in bracket coverage. I like him. They like uh him. they declined to exercise his fifth year option in Pittsburgh because they yeah. have Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, and they're about to pay him again. Yeah. They're yeah. about to pay him again. So if they, if they got this guy, then they wouldn't need to expend a draft pick on a safety. Yep, yep. But I would still want to go expend a draft pick on a safety because they, they're they losing both both safeties. If they get mm-hmm. rid of McLeod and Harris, they got to bring somebody in to plug them up. And I would love to have a guy from Notre Dame and him. That'd be a match made in heaven. <laughs> Now, what does this mean? Who's is this Daddy Kitchen? Daddy's Kitchen Wills. What's he saying? Where is this at? He says, uh, y'all be roasting people on the low. I love it. <laughs> is he talking to us? Yeah. And who? <laughs> oh, especially oh. when you hit him with the hate to do it to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I want I mean, yeah, because we just talked about Pascal. He's not oh. a guy, he's not a guy that you would he's not gonna overwhelm us. I want a guy that's gonna go out there and 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 and, and make some things happen. You know, I, I want a flash player. I want somebody to come in and, and, and run a dig route, come back and get it, and then break it for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you want. You know what I'm saying? He run that dig across the field. As he come out his break, come out of the day, they get it. He turn that thing right up, take it to the house. We don't have that right now. We need that. Yeah, the stream is out on uh, on him. Oh, see, I told you. Yeah, they're they're not the Pascal is not enough. No, Even if you enough. call him Pascal, it's not enough. So nope. I, I just thought I'd run those by you just to see what you'd, th- you'd say about Pascal. What I've been heard a couple people on the stream talking about DJ Chark. From uh, Jacksonville? From Jacksonville. Yeah. I like yeah. him. He's an LSU guy, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Explosive. Not very consistent, though. I need more consistency. It's almost yeah. like, you know, I need somebody to go out to tell me about it. You know what I'm saying? Why yeah. are you doing it? You tell me about it. 
<laughs> you know that. And at big time receivers, that's what they do. While they're doing it, they're telling you about what they're doing and making it happen. Mm-hmm. Here we go again with Allen Robinson. No, 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 no. Chark, Allen Robinson. Chark had a thousand yard season back in 2019 with Jacksonville. Yep. And eight touchdowns. That was his best year. Yeah, this year he what he had like he must he, he must have been hurt this year. Yeah, because he only had seven catches. He had to miss a bunch yeah, of time. Yeah, um, he had fifty three last year, seven hundred and six yards and five touchdowns. I mean, he's been somewhat productive when he plays. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Explosive man, explosive. He, he's 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 built like you know one of those compact. Bolton type receivers, yeah, has speed and explosiveness. Uh, Robbie E couldn't join us, he got back to me, he did oh, okay. not ghost me. I doubt seriously he would ever ghost you. He, he says, he I'm tied up in the office at the job. Oh, he's tied up <laughs> 91 LSX. Is I'll have fun with that one. He says, <laughs> My apologies. I mean, he's, he's he's a working man, bro. I know he's a working man, he's got to make sure he makes things happen. I know. Now, did you watch any college basketball over the weekend? No. No. Duke absolutely blew out North Carolina. No. Coach K's final trip to the Dean Dome. That's all he needed. Yeah. So you're right, man. That's exactly what's going to happen. He's going to win a national championship. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. Michael Bradley. I, I, Michael cannot, Bradley, I cannot yeah. have that. I know. I can't have that for his sake. Right. Uh, he'll go nuts. He will go nuts. He'd be all. Uh, he wouldn't eat any more sandwiches for about a week. Yeah. Oh, my mom <laughs> referred to him as the sandwich man. Oh, did <laughs> I talked to her over the weekend? She goes, "Yeah, he had the sandwich man on," and I'm like, "Oh, yeah." I was like, "What?" And I'm like, "Oh, yeah." I'm like, she calls him the sandwich man. Love Mama Maze, man. She loves him. <laughs> you know what? what? I'm sorry, Mama Maze, but I got to make that trip today. What? Oh, you're going, going to White, White Castle. Castle. Yeah. Now, why today? Just because you just thought about it, and I was talking about, uh, you know, the the crystal light. And, yeah. And then we get to talking about um all the bad stuff that's in. I said, you know what? I got to uh-huh. go get some bad stuff for me today. Yeah. Well, you're, so, you're, you are really down about this Pro Bowl thing. I can tell. And I am, what, man. That's what is. you need. You need White Castle to bring you back. That was absolutely a travesty, a mockery of football. Mm-hmm. It was a mockery. The two hardest reps were – Two brothers playing against each other, opposite positions. Those were that's the hardest reps that were in that game. Yeah, well, that was you know that was uncalled for, man. That was uncalled for. Um, I know guys that still bet the Pro Bowl. No. Uh huh. Why? Yeah, they bet the totals. They all take the over. I don't even know what the total was. I had no interest in it None whatsoever. whatsoever. What was the final, by the way? Uh, bro, when I say I turned it, I was gone out. Okay. I don't even know what it. Was. So you don't even know what the score was. No, let me let me see how much money. Um, um, let me put Pro Bowl play out payout. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you, you you didn't see this? I guarantee you. Uh, but an African American golfer won the tournament this weekend. That the guy from um uh. College, wasn't he? Yeah. What, well, he played at ECU. ECU, yeah. Yeah, yeah he always ECU. wears purple on Sunday, but in honor yep. of ECU, his name's Harold Varner the third. Yes. He made like a 92-foot putt what? on the on the final hole, which is a par five, 
Bubba Watson made Eagle there earlier to take the lead and to like, like jumped up on the field and, and grabbed the lead. Varner, birdie 17, and then needs birdie at 18 to force a playoff. He hits his tee shot kind of into the rough on the right, hits his uh, second shot just short of the green. Okay, so he's just he's just a few yards off the green and decides to putt it. And he has to go over this big ridge and down to the left, and he putts it in. On the final <laughs> – dude, the ball was about at its final rotation, and it went into the freaking hole for the win. You should have seen the reaction. It was unbelievable. And Bubba Watson, who, who now just lost the tournament, is like running – from where he was, I think on the putting green, he's running to congratulate her. He must what? have ran like a quarter mile to get wow. on the green. And, and yeah, it was it was really a good scene. It was cool. HV3 wow. is one of the most liked guys on the tour. And wow. uh, it was good to see him win 92 feet, Barrett. Wow, that's yeah. amazing, man. It was pretty, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Bro, look at this payout, man. What? So the winning roster, the winning team, the roster team, $150,000. Losing team, $75,000. Oh, I'm fighting for that. I'm fighting for the extra. So that's the Pro grand. Bowl money. Yeah. What? Yeah, I'm fighting. I, I'm telling you, I'm fighting. Loaf if you want to. If I'm on that team, let me catch you loafing. I'm fighting you. I want that extra $75,000, bro. Wow. That, that's, yeah. that's significant, man. That's definitely. Players on the active uh, roster or winning team will get paid. $150,000. Players on a losing team will receive $75,000. No kidding. Yes. Wow, I had no idea. You got to give me that, man. I, I got to have that. I got to take that to the crib. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, fighting some, yeah. I'm fighting somebody over that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Honey think Badger, of, if you don't hit him, right. about, you know, it's going to be me and you. Stop think this. Of, think about how many uh, players' wives find that information out, and they're like, oh, you got to go play. <laughs> Like, you got to take this seriously. I hate to do it to you, but right? you better get this done. All right, I'm going to send this putt to uh, Xander because I want you to see this. This was so good. And I happened to be, like, it, it was early in the morning. It was like around 8 or 8.30 in the morning. I tuned in, and I was in commercial. But the guide had said that they were already playing this next tournament. Like, this one had already ended because it's over in, you know, Arabia. So they're way ahead of us in time. Uh-huh. So, but I stayed with it, and sure enough, it was still the playing the end of this tournament. So I didn't miss it. Oh, uh, so I caught the last two holes. Xander will pop this up here. You got to see this, man. Watch the reaction of this guy. I mean, this is the ultimate walk off, almost a one hundred foot putt for the win. I want to. I want to see. About. Yeah, I want to see that he gets this up here before we uh, skedaddle. Um, yeah, we saw all the clips of Doug. So this is probably the last bit of audio that we'll have for the day. But you gotta you gotta see this. Cause I know you weren't watching it. No. no. <laughs> I probably wasn't even up. You weren't even up. Exactly. Yes. I'm not even up during that time. Here it is. Here it goes, Barrett. Yo. Now watch him. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's all about right there. Yeah. Now he's won on the he won the Australian Masters or something a couple years ago. 
That was on the Australasian tour. And now this is on the Asian tour. He has yet to win a PGA tour event. There's Bubba running to go congratulate him. And, uh, that's sportsmanship. But th- yeah, really class act out of, yeah. out of Bubba Watson. I don't understand why people don't like him. Oh, but anyway, Jordan's looking at the Oh, Jordan's yeah. He plays in the Jordans every, every, he plays every round in Jordans. Yeah. Wow. He's cool, man. That's I what like, it's all about, man. I like that dude. He paid his dues. Uh, he gets because the field in that tournament was really good compared to the Pebble Beach tournament, which wasn't so good. So he beat like a lot of good players. Right, right, right. So hopefully that gives him some confidence um, for the regular tour because he's he's fun. That's probably man. That's a lot, that's a lot of money, man. You he won a million dollars. Yeah, bro. now he won a million, but but he got paid an appearance fee like everybody else did. They pay big appearance fees to get these guys over there. Uh, and then the prize money really isn't as big as the PGA Tour prize money. Okay. Like the guy who won the Pebble Beach won more than a million dollars. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Now here, I'm going to read a tweet. Jason Lockenfora says that the Texans strongly did consider Josh McCown for their head coaching opening, but he will they will not be going in that direction. So he was seriously considered. He's got to be an offensive coordinator or something first for at least a year or two. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? And as somebody's going to be looking to, to hire him like that, you know, probably in the next couple days to get him going. But I, I don't know if he really wants to, though. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if he really wants to leave his, his kid mm-hmm. and, and stop coaching him. Oh, yeah? You, you think? That'll be the biggest deterrent for him. Okay. As a matter of fact, he wants to coach his son. I mean, he, oh, was, right. he, he was literally flying – Away on Fridays, they would excuse him from anything that happened on Saturdays. Right. And he would guarantee that he would be there for the game on Sunday. Is that when he was with the Eagles? Yes. Yeah. So he would fly out either Thursday night or Friday night, Hmm. coach the game. No, Thursday night because he coached the game on Friday and come back on Saturday. Wow. They allowed him that latitude, huh? Yeah. So they would excuse him on Friday. So he'd do the last practice, the hard practice, fly out. That night, get there on um, Friday, do the game on Friday, and then fly back on Saturday to be at the game. Yeah. So that's that's commitment, man. So I don't see him really, you know, going in that direction until his son or whoever um, leaves and you know and goes to another place. Hmm. But I mean, to be considered that highly, and it's not just him. The Eagles try to get him to be a coach there. I mean, not a head coach, but. Right, you know, pretty high up, offensive coordinator, um, quarterback coach, or something. They wanted him there. Well, now your thoughts that we're we're going to have Gannon for another year. Are you happy about that? I'm not happy, but we get if we. I want to see if they give him somebody in the middle, and I think Davion Taylor is going to, you know, become that player that they need him to need him to be. Former third round pick out of Colorado. Yeah, he yep. turns the corner, and when he turns the corner. I think this defense he could be more aggressive because he can he can run with all these tight ends. He can run with all these running backs. You know, he's a good enough athlete. He can be explosive enough mm-hmm. to handle the, you know, those type of coverage issues. That's why he wasn't, you know, he didn't think the singleton, I I, I guess that's what it is. He didn't trust Singleton uh and, and Edwards to to run with these guys is just in case they blitz and they have to cover. He didn't yeah. want them to cover. I was hoping he'd get the gig so we could get uh Fangio in here. Well, Fangio would be 
all that. Yeah. An aggressive, hard-nosed coach. It's an old gritty dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he he come up, he'll, he'll come up to uh you know to just uh Nick and be like, hey Nick, we ain't doing that, man. No, no, this is what we're doing right here. You stay down there. <laughs> right. Yeah. I got this. You don't even need to be down here, man. You know, go mind your business. Go ahead. Right, you know, right. mind your yeah. business. Sometimes you need that, man. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody tuning in today. Tomorrow we're going to have to go into a little bit of the Super Bowl stuff because it's going to be our last show for a little while. And, um, you know, we'll have to we'll have to devote some time to the Super Bowl tomorrow. Barrett, what do you think? I'm good with it. All right. Let's make it happen. We'll be back tomorrow. Stay tuned for Cilio at four. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.